Goat Horror, and you're listening to the Phantasm Podcast. Phantasm. Maximum Terror. That's your target audience, baby! Phantasm. You know something? I sort of enjoyed it. Phantasm. Sell the metal! Sell the metal! Sell the metal! Sell the metal! Hey, this is Dr. Vincent West, medical doctor with the Phantasm Podcast. And of course, I've got my favorite band on again today because I fucking love Goat Whore. So we've got Zach back on. So excited to talk with him today. We're going to be talking about the latest record. And we're also going to be talking about all the fun touring they're doing. So um, very excited to have you back on. Uh, how are you doing today? Doing well, man. Good to be back. Dude, thank you for doing this. I appreciate it. Um, oh, yeah. So, real quick, um, you guys are on a tour right now. Um, basically, yeah, man. Uh, we uh kind of doing a run of warm-up shows uh, leading up to leave Europe next week. So, just did a run of Florida, and uh, we're starting back up tonight due to a uh, weekend of kind of south Louisiana and uh, around that area. So, yeah, a little warm-up for Europe. Incredible. So, talk about the European tour. Uh, who all you guys are touring with, where you guys are going to be going. Um, so it's, it's kind of just a, just a month of shows all over Europe, and uh, uh, we're going out there with Revocation, uh, Creeping Death, and Alluvial. So yeah, nice. it's going to be a shred-tastic fucking uh, of cold-ass weather in Europe. So <laughs> good time. Awesome, awesome. Um, and... The new album's amazing. Uh, Angels Hung from the Arches of Heaven uh, came out last October from Metal Blade. Um, really, really cool album. Uh, when did you guys start the writing process on that album? Man, it was... Uh, thinking back to it, I mean, honestly, uh, we never really stopped writing from um, Vengeful Ascension, you know, so... Um, that process never really ended, but I guess what, when it really started to get serious was, um, man, that, it's still hard to pinpoint, but, um, like through, throughout the, the whole pandemic, um, once that became a serious issue and everything, um, that's when we kind of buckled down and really got serious about, um, writing as many songs as we could and also, refining the songs that were the strongest and then um and then that is that kind of went along and as time progressed and everything um you know we just kept on with that process and kept refining and kept whittling down the strongest um stuff compared to the weaker stuff and uh yeah um but yeah, it was it was, seems like a long process, and that the whole pandemic thing really threw everybody for a, a loop. But um, sure. But yeah, um, it was it was kind of a seamless um, thing, you know, from the, the previous record. Yeah, we never really stopped writing for from the previous record, so it was kind of a seamless um, t- 
guests. Gotcha. And you guys stuck with the same producer for this record as well from the last one. Um, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. Our, um, Jarek was engineering again and doing all that. And then, uh, but this time we had uh, Kurt Ballou mix, mix the record, which oh. was great. We've always wanted to work with him, and, and he really fucking knocked it out of the park. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 great, man. It's such a great album. Um, I was so used to, for years, with y'all working with Eric. And uh, I keep yeah, yeah. I keep hoping that happens again one day. I don't know. but Hey, man, um, I mean, I, I, I definitely would love that to happen, honestly. Eric's a great dude. He knows what he's doing, and he, he knows what Yodor should sound like, you know? So, oh, yeah. Y'all did so many great records with him. But I love the new stuff, man. You guys are... You know, still cranking out the stuff, and it's 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 um, the new album is is really really cool. And as far as like recording the album, was it any different with the pandemic, or did you, or was it this was it status quo, like going and making the album? Um, I like as far as like restrictions. I mean, I, I've heard other bands talk about um, you know some. You know, having to wear masks in whatever studio they were trying to work in or whatever, but you know, we didn't have any problems like that. Um, we uh, went to a studio. Oh, it's like like an hour north of New Orleans, so pretty close to our general area of operation. And um, it was the probably the most comfortable like studio working environment that we've recorded a record in, and, and it was great. And we would go back there in heartbeat. Uh, it's called Studio in the Country. Uh, it's, it's been a studio since, I want to say, mid-70s. Oh, wow. Kansas did, did a bunch of their biggest records there. Awesome. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's, it's kind of, just kind of a legendary place, but it's, you know, it's just like the name, it's just a studio in the middle of the fucking woods, you know? Right. But it, it, it was great, you know, especially during the pandemic, um, to have a place we could, you know, just get away and kind of forget about what was going on in the world and just work on, you know, making these songs the best they could be. You know, it was perfect for us. Awesome. So. Now, as for you, as far as previous records, different drum setup for this album? Um, no, not really, man. Um, I kind of, I've, over the years, I've found kind of what works. And, you know, I refine a, a little bit here and there as far as, you know, maybe a different symbol here and there but nothing too crazy man I don't you know no, no huge changes to the setup or the general sound so nice nice now as far as when you play live is it a completely different kit than what you're using studio was no it was the same recorded with the same kit that I, I play live with um so yeah um it kind of goes I don't know what we're trying to achieve in a studio is trying to we've always trying to been zero tried to zero in and achieve capturing like our live essence on record sure so you know that that kind of goes into yeah we i guess across the board we all generally use the same gear that we play live with too you know no, right Right. With, with some exceptions here and there, but uh, you know, but uh, I think this record's the closest that we've gotten to trying to achieve like 
capturing the live essence oh yeah on record because it, it, it's tough to do and uh you're all such a great live band so it's i, I can imagine there's a lot of that was probably as hard to do that <laughs> yeah yeah you know, it's, it's sometimes you hit the marks closer than others but uh i think this one man i think it really uh it hits the mark in that aspect so i'm, I'm really happy with it i tell you i um i loved the uh live stream you guys did during the pandemic that was fun. That was fun. Dude, it was so fucking cool. Um, Cause I love you guys live anyway, but it was like, it was really neat. Um, I hope, I hope y'all, y'all physically put that thing out sometime through Metal Blade or something. I don't know. It'd be really cool. Man, we, uh, we have all the footage and uh, we, there's so many different ways we could uh, re-edit or, you know, do something cool to when we do want to release it. But yeah, it's just one of those things where, uh, yeah, t- time and, uh, and trying to figure out a, a good time to do it and yeah that's about it but yeah I agree I, I think it should be um, <clears throat> released at some point it was be- beautifully shot man whoever y'all had doing that it was great uh, yeah I, th- I thought it came out great man and during the, that time of you know just endless downtime it was a fun thing to do and it, and it really uh, it came together uh, really well I yeah, I was happy with yeah everything about it, the sound, the quality of the footage, everything. Yeah, it was, it was good. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, so let's let's jump into this record, um, "Born of Satan's Flesh." What can you tell us about that one? First song in the record, man. I mean, first actual song. Yeah. Record starts out with a short little intro, and it just, you know, the first song after a five-year gap between records just wanted to come out with a smack in the face you know and I think Born of Satan's Flesh definitely achieves that oh absolutely it's such a great way to kick the album off uh, and then uh, track three uh, the bes- oh well, I'm gonna mess that up the bestowal of Abomination yeah man um, dude oh so we had been playing Born of Satan's Flesh live that was the first song we started playing live a couple tours ago <clears throat> And then uh, since last weekend, we started, you know, playing a bunch of the other new material nice. for the first time. So, Bestowal of Abomination has been like one of my favorites to play live that I never really um, expected, I guess, until we started doing it. And now it's it's one of my favorites to fucking play. And it comes it comes comes across live, I think, really well. Um, kind of just has that tempo groove thing that I, I just think that uh, Dotor does really well and it's a good uh, it's, a, it's a good song in the set to break up some of the faster stuff yeah I don't know it's familiar familiar enough in terms of feel and and everything that it just I don't know it makes sense for us so yeah it's one of my favorites that's awesome. It's such a... I, I bet it sounds great live. Um, let's see. And then the, the title track. Yeah, title track too, man. We've been playing that one live. Um, oh, wow. Um, starting last weekend too. And man, that's another fun one. I mean, all these, all, all this new stuff is, for me, it's, it's a blast to play live. And especially after, uh, you know, touring on the previous record for so long, it's always fun and interesting to add you know, new material to the set list, so 
Sure, sure, yeah. absolutely, yeah, absolutely. The title track's great too. It's got some cool melodic parts and uh, some like <clears throat> um, fun, fun drumming for me. I mean, that's that's one of the things I tried to focus on. You know, back when we were writing the record, is trying to create parts that would be fun to play live for <laughs> three years playing on the road. Sure. Know? Yeah, I mean it's it's killer. That's that's cool. You're all doing that one live. Uh, let's see, uh, track five, "Death from Above." Yeah, that's. I mean, it's a total fucking thrash punk banger, you know. And we've been playing that one live too. So. Oh, really? Nice. And tons of fun as well, man. A lot of a lot of good energy and uh, fun fun drumming for sure. Fun to play live. Oh yeah, yeah, I bet. Uh, track six, uh, Ruinous Lethargy. Man, we, we haven't been doing that one live yet, but I mean, at some point it could happen. But uh, yeah, I've heard a lot of people um, digging that one. Um, just, you know, comments online and stuff, which is good to hear. Um, yeah, I hope to play it live at some point. It's a fun song, and it's got some um, really heavy parts that uh, I think would come across cross live really well so oh yeah yeah absolutely uh track seven victory is the lightning of destruction um yeah kind of like it starts off kind of mid-tempo punk sounding kind of roughly and uh then kind of tempo shifts in the middle to uh, full-on like thrash assault but yeah it's definitely a fun song and i think it's one that might be one song on the record that we weren't totally confident in at first uh -huh. once everything came together in the studio and you know it's different when everybody has their chance to have input on it like vocals and once you hear it all you know all fleshed out it's it's a diff different thing <laughs> it, it was one that you know maybe we weren't like totally confident in in the beginning but it turned into you know something else once at their uh, stamp have you all played that one live yet? No, we haven't actually. So yeah, um, it's it's one of those things. Like man, when you get every every new record that comes that we put out, you know, it's like now we have eight records. So <laughs> it's 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 a, not a bad problem to have too much material, but it's it's hard creating a set list sometimes <laughs> with that much stuff to choose from. Oh sure, I bet, I bet. Um, I just I'd love to hear this whole record live. It's so good. Um, oh, me too, man. I think at some point we'll probably play every one of these songs live. So nice, nice. Uh, I, I would love that. Uh, track eight, uh, "Voracious Blood Fixation." It's another good one too, man. Um, you know, kind of more in the rock and thrash uh, vein, but uh, something that. I think Go to Work accomplishes very well. Sammy has got some fucking gnarly riffs on that one. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, when I heard Ben's vocals on, on that track, too, it's just, man, he just brings everything. For me, I mean, he just brings it to another level. So, yeah, great tune. That one, I'm assuming you've not played live yet, either. No, not yet. Not yet. As, and before we keep with the record, do you all mix up the set a lot when you go to Europe and then in America, Canada, just wherever? Does it does it change a lot or? Um, uh, roughly, I mean, we always have kind of, I don't know, we always 
have a, like a wealth of material that rehearsed and ready to go. Sure. But once we kind of find what works, we roughly stick to that. We might switch out something here and there, but uh, but roughly, I don't know. Um, for the shows we're doing right now, you know, it's a headline set, so you know we have it's like fifteen songs. Nice. But so when we go to Europe, we we already know we have to whittle it down a little bit to like forty five minutes. So we're cut like three or four. So you know, um, we might change things out, but uh, but roughly we want to play five of the new songs and then also play a lot of the or you know kind of more essential. Sure. Material too. Of course, of course, absolutely. Um, and then, real quick too, before we continue, was, was there anything left on the cutting room floor of this album? Y'all, y'all have left over like B sides or anything? Um, yeah, possibly. Um, yes, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, there, there was one <clears throat> one song that um, just to, for like length, I guess length purposes, we uh, decided to leave off the record. Uh huh. You know, and, and then. Uh, also, I mean, it was a good song, great song, but I, I think when it, in comparison and in terms of like a cohesive collection of songs, yeah, it, it just made sense to leave it off. So, oh, okay, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I always because I love. Um, with the last album, I bought like the the like it's like a. Uh, it's hard to describe. It's like a spell book or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. And it's got... Dude, I love all the extra stuff on the other disc. I thought that was cool as shit. Yeah, man. A bunch of live tracks and some, uh, some B-sides. Yeah. Yeah. I'm an easy sell, you know. But it's it's it was great. It's fucking cool, though. It's so cool to have all that fun stuff. You know, it's just neat to to hear what yeah, all you guys had cooked, cooked up there in the kitchen. I thought that was cool, too. And uh, a cool way to... T- Pile it all in a you know a cool little package for everybody you know because some you know sometimes it's it, it's hard to track all that stuff down but yeah it was cool it was all in one one place you know oh yeah it's super fucking cool uh, let's see continuing on uh, the devil's warlords man that's that's a banger for sure uh, probably one of the most chaotic in uh, I guess if you want to. You know, Kyoto War is not known to be a, like a technical band, but that's a pretty technical fucking song. I mean, and then in terms of just arrangement of, of the actual structure of the song and riffs and everything, it's fucking just pure chaos, man. <laughs> it, uh, it's my favorite song on the album. <laughs> oh, right on, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, dude, I mean, I remember going back to just like loving song. <laughs> Dude, I was like frying my brain at first just to remember all this part, different changes and, and different drum sets that I wanted to include. But uh, yeah, I thought I think it came up, came out killer on the record. It's vicious. Have you all tried that one live? Oh, not yet, man. <laughs> that would not be yet. nuts. That one would be because there really is. There's a lot of like, like like technical playing going on and it sounds like to yeah, me anyway yeah. I, I guess I should have said I was like man it sounds pretty wild um, no, I, I, it's definitely one that uh, yeah at some point on this record cycle we'll definitely play it live but uh, <laughs> yeah that'll be fun man yeah it's pretty crazy uh, let's see track 10 uh, Weight of a Soulless Heart kind of a man kind of reminds me 
reminds me of Voivod a little bit. Oh, okay. Uh, kind of brooding, kind of melancholy vibe, I guess. But uh, yeah, I th- again, I think it came came out killer on the record, and uh, especially uh, what Ben was able to do vocally uh, really really impressed me too, man. And uh, yeah, another another fun song, definitely. Awesome, awesome. And then 11, Neil, Nile? Yeah, yeah. Another uh, quick and to the point, this kind of flash banger, dude. It's fucking, we, uh, we've been doing that one live um, recently, and that's, man, I mean, it's probably, initially, that was probably one of my favorite songs that uh, maybe purely from a playing standpoint, it was one of my favorite songs and still is just to play it's fun for me to play you know nice and uh yeah again um the way it came out on the record and yeah I'm just really happy happy with it and then the final track uh And I Was Delivered From The Wound Of Perdition that's a special one man um it's my second favorite song on the album yeah it's it's kinda kinda unique for for Godor and uh, it makes sense, you know, to be the last song on the album. It's kind of, uh, it's just, it, it's a special one for for me and for all of us, actually. And uh, it's one that uh, we talked about playing live, but uh, kind of agreed that it needs to be the right setting and the right situation. And we're going to wait to... Um, start playing that live and it's, it's, it's got to be the right uh, it's got to be like a full moon or something you know, I don't know something oh like yeah yeah it feels it feels and again I don't know what I'm talking about here I'm just you know throwing darts here but it feels like an explanation of uh, the album almost to me yeah I, I can see that definitely yeah that's a, that's a good way to put it man it's uh Especially in uh, context of the, of the record, it feels like it's got Sammy's hands all over it to me. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. And I, I remember when he, uh, I was over at his house and we're just working on songs for the record, and he, he played me just a clip of just a demo version of that, and he's like, "Man, I don't know if this would work for Goat Horror." He was kind of unsure about it, and I was like. Yes, that would definitely work for Goat Horror. That is a Goat Horror song. And yeah, so I, I try to reassure him that this needs to be on the, on the on the record, you know. Very, very cool way. And I love the where it's at the at you know, the the song arrangement where it's at the end I think is just great. And it's it's uh long track for you guys. See, I was like six minutes, it's great, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well I'm glad you I'm glad you glad you dig it, man. Yeah, yeah, it's killer as always, all your old stuff. Uh, I never have to worry about when you guys drop an album. It's always fucking superb. But um, when you guys went in to do this, is it, you know, obviously where you wrote songs, whatever else, is it hard to compile? Because I've never asked you or Sammy or Ben any time I've interviewed you guys this, and I was curious to ask you this. Is it hard to sit down and get an order for the album, like the track listing? Man, uh, that's something that... uh Yes, it is difficult, and 
but some I guess some people have a better vision of that and I really um, it kind of I kind of rack my brain when it comes to, to that because I can see I can see it so many different ways you know sure but uh, Ben is really good at having a clear vision of the flow of the, the record and then when it comes to sequencing as well so even with like set lists you know compiling set lists and the the flow of the songs into into each other and one another Ben's really good at that and and it's one of those things especially when it comes to um, track listing for you know a new record it's it's tough man so but uh, luckily Ben always has a clear good vision on that and of course you know we all have input or whatever but uh, yeah but it's yeah it's tough I could uh, yeah I could only imagine um, and then, um, what about the artwork for uh, Angels Hung from the Arches of Heaven? Oh, once again, uh, we had uh, Jordan, our friend Jordan Barlow. He has done, um, you know, past probably the last three or four yep. album yep. covers, and he's done countless merch designs. And he's done a lot of our tattoos. Awesome. Stories, a, a great friend. And uh, yeah, so it's, it's one of those things that. You know, we kind of keep it in the family that way, and uh, you know, kind of keep that sort of tradition of people we like to work with. We did a great job. I mean, it's the artwork is for the album's great. I mean, yeah, it's simple and blunt and to the point, and and if, if you, you know, it's like they're obviously the you know the Gilmore logo isn't on it, but if you know like what the goat horse sigil is it's all there oh yeah you know, but absolutely but uh yeah it's um i'm stoked how it came out and uh yeah definitely a visual component to the to the music i think oh yeah it's beautiful such a good job he does such a great job for you guys um and back to the touring um so you've got a little bit left and then you're heading are y'all heading straight into europe yeah, we fly to Europe next week, next Tuesday, and uh, tonight we're uh, heading off to Lafayette, Louisiana, playing Lafayette, and uh, Friday night we're in Medbury, which is a little suburb of New Orleans, so nice hometown hometown gig, and then uh, and then I believe Saturday we're in uh, Long Beach, Mississippi, so oh, okay. yeah, doing some kind of regional stuff to get warmed up for Europe, and then... Uh, yeah, then we'll go to Europe and freeze our asses off. Right? <laughs> I'm sure you guys will be touring for a minute. You guys are the touring machine of any band that I know. Yeah, man. Uh, we, we got some cool stuff in the spring for the U.S. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's just getting started. So, yeah, man, looking forward to it. Awesome, man. Look, I can't thank you enough for taking the time to do this. I love you guys. I wish you all the best. Uh, kids, buy the album. Angels Hung from the Arches of Heaven. Go see them. Uh, they're an amazing band. They're my favorite band. They're an amazing live band. Go see them. They're great. So. Thanks a lot, man. For, damn, thanks for talking to me. Bro. And you know something? I sort of enjoyed it. Phantasm.